This is Chat and Reason, hosted by the father-daughter team with Andreen Mar and Wade Mar, the podcast about emotional intelligence and leadership designed for everyday people to understand themes in emotional intelligence to help boost your emotional intelligence. We hope to be a source to inspire your emotional growth. Hi, hello everybody, Wagwan, what's going on? For my non-Jamaican people, um, <laughs> glad you could make it back. Um, you're here on Chat and Reason with me, Andreen, and my awesome father, Dad. Yeah, it's really awesome. Okay, <laughs> sure, sure. Um, well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we're here today to talk about empathy. Well, to be more specific, it's about the empathy triad mentioned by Daniel Goleman. A well-known name within the field of emotional intelligence. Um, the empathy triad was mentioned as a part of an excerpt that um, Goldman did centered around a focused leader. Uh, so the reading was directed at leadership but the triad itself could be applied to more than just business or leadership or the professional workspace. Um, so to get us started I'll just mention what um, it, the triad is comprised of. So there's three components, as you can guess, in a triad. One is cognitive empathy, emotional empathy, and empathetic concern. So we'll break down each part. Um, we'll start off with uh, cognitive empathy, um, what it is, and the benefits. So, um, Dad, would you like to take that part? Uh, well, I'm going to start out because... Um you know, as we were discussing earlier, I know we talk about a trial, but I tend, and, and I guess this is just me, mm -hmm. I tend to look at things that carry, when, when it carries three important, um, let, well, attributes um, that defines the whole. Mm -hmm. I usually tend to look at it as, as, as in this case, like a stool uh, without one of the legs, uh, then, it is still a stool. Yeah. Still functions as a stool, okay. but it may not be as stable, you know. Uh -huh. um, so it, it it and and that's the way I kind of look at it, and and and, and 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 therefore I see each each part functioning mm -hmm. to make the whole, you know. Uh, and and where I think it will topple mm. is it is the absence of one of the legs. Okay. <laughs> Okay, all right, fair enough. All right, so, all right, cognitive empathy though is the ability to take on another person's perspective. So, that is just being able to understand how they're, um, where they're coming from. Um, so, it's a more of a mental action that you're putting yourself in someone else's place. So, to you, what do you, what do you think that looks like? Well, I mean, even in, 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 in general situations, Mm -hmm. you 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 in terms of empathy mm -hmm. uh, you get and and you're always trying to, to to figure out how a person's person reasons or make decisions mm. how they think about things yeah and 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 for you to better understand then you yourself uh, you know understanding how they think Mm -hmm. Will 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 probably give you a better perspective with relation with really with relation to why they made that decision. Yeah. 
and so on and how how good a decision was it from their perspective you know and, yeah and, and so you have to you have to do that especially when in in the workplace mm. as you were saying this comes from perspective of leadership and mm -hmm. um, and you know many times when your employees or the persons who you're managing mm -hmm. um, make decisions a matter of fact i mean you know uh, uh, we know we'll go into a lot of stories but yeah you know uh, as a middle manager mm -hmm. then that is where it becomes a lot more critical because you not you not only need to understand how your supervisor made his or her decision yeah but you need to know how that decision is going to impact mm. the persons that you are supervising yeah right and you just find yourself in the middle yeah all right so i mean yeah that's a good point because then you'd have to take on um the thought process of like okay how am i going to motivate other people um how is this going to get me to one understand their viewpoint and also the so my my supervisor's viewpoint and make sure that i can have them like motivated in reaching whatever decision that this person has already made for us um yeah and and, and that conflict resolution thing is yeah. also important yeah so um and as you said i mean you always remember that if you're if you're in the workplace you're trying to get the work done yeah all right mm -hmm. and, and, but then you know things happen mm. and, and many times it's because from a communication standpoint um, you're, you're not able to see each other's viewpoint yeah and that's that's where this is very important so true so I mean helping helping you with negotiations but also helping you communicate properly right, right. Um, so yeah I think if you just think about it as like it's a straightforward thing where it comes from your mind and you're using that as your best tool to help you um, progress whether it's in leadership or if it's even in your just everyday to day life yeah, yeah. agreed agreed yeah all right so then let's just go ahead on to the next um, part or the next component next leg as dad was saying for his stool it is the emotional empathy so the emotional empathy um, can also um, might be also known as affective or associative empathy by some people but it is the ability of creating the close and deep interpersonal relationships um, so it's also the ability to feel what someone else is feeling right so I had a question about that, but I'll, I'll reserve that question for later. I just want to hear what your thoughts yeah, are. And, and I, I think this is, is probably one of the most expressive part of, yeah. of, of this. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's one of those areas where, um, and I think, you know, um, it is what makes us human beings and, and you know, people talk about your soul and all of that, depending mm. on how spiritual you are. So good, yeah. Uh, but I think this is where, you know, if if you're thinking of it in that regard, it is is that that what what makes us uh, relate to each other um, without you know any kind of verbal communication mm. or anything like that. Uh, what one would think about. Uh, and, and in some of the in, in some of the real 
uh, profound ways. Uh, I, I think grief and death and all of that mm. sort of thing. Why is it that um, you know I if 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 my friend mother dies for example why why am I crying mm. you know uh, the, the, you know the, so it's almost like you are actually feeling exactly what the person is feeling and you're expressing yourself mm. in much the same way as if you are experiencing yeah uh, you know like you're having a first-hand experience mm. um, with, with respect to that so uh, so that you know so emotional empathy can be a very strong, strong thing, yeah. um, but it's not always a good thing. Right? <laughs> yes. But uh, you know, it is something I think that most human beings um, do in a very instinctive way. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and and I almost think you have to work to not mm. uh, be emotionally empathetic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree to it. To, um, I think mo- it kind of brings up the question though for me, like you're saying like most people can just already fall into it type of thing. Yeah. Um, so would you say that's, is it more of a natural thing or do people have to actually practice it? Cause you know, there are those people that they're like, they don't connect to people in the same way that you are, you and I would, and therefore probably wouldn't show that type of emotional empathy. Um, not to say that they don't feel bad for you, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's just to that extreme, or not extreme, to that extent. Yeah, it's all about degrees, huh? Yeah, that's um, true. When I when I think about it, I mean, why is it that um, someone would, would be watching a, a certain movie? <laughs> I know? feel like you're coming for me right now. <laughs> Are you trying to say that I go a ball at movies all the time? Right, I'm fall, <laughs> almost falling apart. I mean, even yeah. even. I remember, and, and you know, not to not to drag this on, but mm. even I I, re- I remember um, us um, going to a, a a particular restaurant in Jamaica, mm-hmm. and we were we were on the north coast, mm-hmm. where all the tourists were. Okay. And you were very concerned <laughs> that one of the tourists uh, was not being served. What? Yes. I don't and, remember and, this at all. Go ahead. I, I remember <laughs> it. I mean that you you had almost put yourself in that person's position as a stranger in a, in a in a a country, a strange country, and the person might not have known, you know, what are the things they need to be doing or mm. not doing in terms of relating, and you felt as if that person wasn't. Um, being uh, being noticed, I guess, mm. and even wanted to go over to the person. So, <laughs> and I had to say, Andre, <laughs> control yourself. How old was I? <laughs> not too old. I mean, not not you were too young, but I think that's your nature. I mean, yeah. So I and I say that because I think you know different persons uh, uh, have different degrees. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, of emotional empathy. <laughs> Actually, I say how old was I, but I feel like I would probably still do that, like right now. Yeah, you do the same. Thing. I would do the exact same thing. Right. I don't feel bad about it because <laughs> you know what? Sometimes some people just don't 
know how to be seen. So mm-hmm. yeah. I feel it for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we kind of got into that one. But I like that story that <laughs> you might need to tell me that one again later. <laughs> um, so that that actually brings us next to the um, empathetic concern because you're saying that I kind of reached out to someone that I didn't really know. So um, empathetic concern is the ability to actually decipher what a person needs um, and when. So I will say that young Andrean probably showed some empathetic concern there. Yes, yeah, yeah, you, were, you, were, you were about to put and put it into action. Yeah. And um, the only thing is that the person, well, I guess you were, you were, you were projecting that per, that maybe that person needed help, mm. and that you were going to be the person who was going to do the helping. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, but you know that, that the empathetic concern is what no, I think can, that sometimes drive you to a behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and because you 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 have so taken on almost the persona of the of the person that you mm-hmm. are feeling empathy for. Yeah. And the and and, and then of course you know you, you have this. Um, natural tendency I think in, well in many persons mm. uh, to 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 uh, try and extend themselves now to making the fe- the persons uh, you know feel a little better about things yeah. and, you know resolve issues but this mm-hmm. this could be this is to me can be is highly situational yeah right uh, because you because this is where it borders on sympathy now mm. right because here you could be overextending to the point where you 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 have now become the person mm. that you are you you know that you are feeling empathy for yeah and and in many situations this is not desirable mm, true right? I mean, it's it's one thing if somebody is suffering grief and and um, you are there, uh, you know, providing support and you're crying along with them and so on. Yeah. And that in itself mm. might might bring comfort and that's and so true. On. That is true. Yeah, but um, but then there are circumstances like, for example, you go to your doctor mm-hmm. and you want your doctor to feel, uh, you know, well, well have the feeling in terms of em- empathy yeah. understanding yeah understanding the pain that you're feeling yeah but at some point that doctor needs to be <laughs> <laughs> disconnecting to, to <laughs> it can't be there trying to feel your pain right and not giving you a solution That's that, so true. <laughs> so it needs to be pulling you out of that yeah all right so um and that i think is where it departs from the whole issues of sympathy yeah you know that's funny i think i might actually i'm going to coin this a syndrome might suffer from knight in shining armor syndrome sometimes where just because i feel so much for somebody i instinctively kind of want to help them um to the point where i I get a little too involved um emotionally um as far as the empathy goes and then um sometimes i actually feel like myself burn out because of it Mm-hmm. Um, where yeah. I've, I've gotten so deep into what it is and I'm just like, all right, 
I'm supposed to be helping you, but now I'm in like I'm I'm in the weeds with you now. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you definitely, like you're saying, have to make sure you can separate the two between empathy and sympathy, and like understand what they need, but bring back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is a serious thing happening now with the pandemic and and, and the frontline um, workers, mm-hmm. um, caregivers, and so on. Uh, where they themselves are now taking on. Mm. I mean, you, you think about it. How many times you have you Good have, point. You, you have sort of watched on television. Yes. And and you see the these um you know the nurses, the doctors, openly crying. Mm. Right. And 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 it, it can overcome them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and make them less effective. Yeah. As as you know as doctors and caregivers and so on yeah you know it you know so it, it i mean it's a human condition mm-hmm. you know um and and there, there's there's some that's gonna f- um go over the edge mm-hmm. um with that um mm-hmm. but again it's another part of the human nature and it it it, mm-hmm. it is something i mean in terms of uh almost disconnecting yourself mm. Um, while not feeling that you are uncaring, yeah, you know, yeah, um, no, but you know, it's it's a, it, it, you know, in, in in, and of course, I mean, in the pandemic and so on, it is is like extreme cases, but mm-hmm. uh, but it, it does, um, I think, shows, mm-hmm. um, and and give you a good, um, well, it explains this, I think, fairly well in mm-hmm. terms of. of I agree. Of it, you know, so I mean, yeah, so I mean, just like what you're saying, so just being being able to know that it one, it can be a strength, but it can also be a weakness to right. the detriment of yourself, right? Yeah. Like you're there to help someone, and then it, it you become the person that needs help at the end of it, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I think I told you the story about um, um that that friend that I that, that who who left Jamaica and um, he he got a job. He's a very caring person, mm. very caring person. Father father of, I think there were three girls and they got a job somewhere in Texas, mm-hmm. um, left Jamaica, um, went as um, a manager for, for a farm mm. And one of the workers got caught in one of those fertilizer mm-hmm. um, um, silos, I think, okay. and was being, and being overcome by, by the fumes. Mm. And he jumped in, mm-hmm. not thinking, just mm. jumped in, right? He felt the pain of the person and everything. You know, the person was in danger and all of that. And jumped in. Mm. And you know, eventually succumbed, mm-hmm. and 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 so now we had two persons um, who had passed. Yeah. Um, so in that case, again, I think there might have been a little more, uh, more sympathy mm. rather than a kind of measured empathy, where mm-hmm. um, one would at some point disconnect themselves and said, okay, if I'm going to save this person, mm-hmm. um, I may. I should probably not jump into the same place with him, right? And and, and expose myself in the same way. But, yeah. But take 
taken a more rational approach mm-hmm. in, in how I'm going to try and save this person. Yeah, I mean, of course, that's an extreme situation. Yeah. Um, and although it's true, it's unfortunate. Um, but it's, it's so true, you're going to have to be able to figure out the right mix of your head, your gut, your heart, because if you want to think of um, the triad as that, you can think of cognitive empathy as the head, right. um, emotional empathy as the gut, and empathetic concern as your heart, right? So um, if you just make sure that you have to find the right the right mix for each situation and uh, execute what you think is best as far as if there's a- any action that needs to be taken or um, just showing kind of the concern or understanding and everything like that but I think it's a good topic and I'd like to go into each of them separately of course because they're kind of unique um, on their own yeah. but I think I mean it's gonna take a little while yeah. to do that um, yeah. and, and, it, and, and, and what we have done is just quickly gone through uh, sort of an explanation mm-hmm. of you know of the of the, of the different elements mm-hmm. uh, then the question will now be uh, how, how how do we um, in recognition of this mm-hmm. how, how you know what what is the formulation mm-hmm. uh, in terms of uh, you know as I said I think it's situational right? yeah a lot of this same, is situational. same. And, and and you know probably um, these these um, you know the legs of these two uh, are 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 such that you know you you as as someone um, trying to navigate this would have to be uh, be able to I don't control the 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 type of um, or which leg of the stool mm-hmm. is needed in whatever circumstance yeah. and, and how much yeah you know so so it, it's not it, it's fairly flexible i think yeah um, and highly situational yeah definitely all right well i think we've basically said all we could um just to kind of give you guys an example of what each is and what the um empathy triad is about Um, And of course, we'll talk, like I said, we'll talk more about it later on, but I think that's all we have for today. And I want to thank you guys again for joining us. Um, Look forward to talking with you guys next time and hope you guys found this interesting and helpful. Um, And if you could share it with anyone that you think it could help or if even just got you thinking, go ahead and just pass it along for us. Um, and of course, a big thank you to our sponsors, uh, Rex Technology Institute, for sponsoring the episode. Um, and thanks for giving us your time. All right, guys. Um, see you on the next on the next Goro. All right, chat soon.